Welcome to the Crosstower Market Color Call. It's Monday, December 6th. I'm Martin Gaspar, Research Analyst, and with me is our trader Chad Steinglass and data scientist Catherine Webb. Chad, what are you looking in the markets this morning? Morning, Martin. Uh, in macro space, uh, we're seeing a little bit of stabilization in uh, S&P and the small caps. However, uh, tech is still under a lot of pressure. Uh, let's see, since we last spoke Friday morning, the, uh, uh, the non-farms payroll number had just come out and the, uh, the, uh, the top line of that number showed uh, a little bit of a miss in jobs creation, however, and uh, uh, rates ticked off a little bit, market ticked up a little bit on that. However, looking into that number, it showed that the unemployment rate dropped uh, farther than expected. And that kind of very quickly reversed and uh, bolstered uh, fears that the Fed would just continue tightening. Uh, really sparked a pretty uh, pretty hefty sell-off on Friday. Uh, we've seen growth tech getting hit the hardest. Uh, you know, anything in the uh, in like the Kathy Woods Arc Innovation ETF is getting really beat up, uh, and that is really still continuing. Over the weekend. Uh, in macro, we said we got some news out of China that um, you know more real estate developers are uh, are facing bankruptcy. Evergrande is in default, and uh, obviously Friday night we had a severe drop in uh, in crypto across all cryptos. Um, really, uh, really just kind of the bottom falling out, and the first real big uh, series of liquidations of leveraged positions since uh, since September. Uh, now, on Saturday and into Sunday, uh, most of those uh, recovered, at least got back about half of the drop, uh, maybe a little bit more, but then we faced more selling overnight last night, uh, really coming into today into a very weak market. Um, and uh, so definitely a lot of fear in the air. Uh, so we'll see how the day progresses. Back to you. Thanks, Chad. Turning to some crypto news over the weekend, crypto exchange BitMart said on Saturday it had suffered a hack resulting in the loss of almost $200 million worth of crypto. Security firm PackShield, who first noticed the hack, revealed the hackers stole $100 million of various cryptos on the Ethereum blockchain and another $96 million on Binance Smart Chain. BitMart CEO later confirmed the incident, writing on Twitter, uh, that the affected ETH hot wallet and Binance Smart Chain hot wallet carried a small percentage of its assets on BitMart and all of its other wallets are secure and unharmed. He said the hacker used decentralized exchange aggregator OneInch to swap stolen tokens for Ether and deposited Ether funds to privacy mixer Tornado Cash to hide their identities. Uh, this morning, the CEO updated users um, saying the security breach was mainly caused by a stolen private key that had two of its hot wallets compromised. Other assets, he said, with BitMart are safe and unharmed, and BitMart will use its own funding to cover the incident and compensate affected users. He said asset deposit and withdrawals will gradually begin on December 7th uh, with a more detailed timeline to be announced soon. Follow up on last week's news that Celsius um, was potentially involved in the Badger DAO exploit. Uh, Celsius CEO Alex Mashinsky confirmed on a live stream that the company lost funds in the hack. He went on to say the company is working with Badger to recover all those funds and collaborating with them on the investigation. 
Speculators on Twitter using on-chain transactions reported Celsius may have lost around 50 million in the event. Mashinsky added that he wants to make sure every Celsius user understands that when things like this happen, Celsius is the one who loses um, and it's their job to recover the funds and to select good projects versus bad projects and everything else. So interesting uh, to see these uh, the on-chain sleuths were correct. Finally, on the Twitter front, a lot of tweets kind of with the drawdown on Friday. Uh, seems to be consensus that the pullback is just temporary. Seen a lot of tweets that now could be a good time uh, to enter positions in underappreciated coins. And also saw some interesting tweets discussing Tether, how they may be printing uh, USDT in return for crypto collateral or IOUs. And the supply of Tether never really seems to decrease even in market pullbacks. Um, and it's an interesting point that companies taking out Tether loans are essentially putting on a short. Um, so we'll see how this develops. And speaking of Tether, uh, you know, they released their latest assurance report, which Catherine will discuss more about. Thank you, Martin. So Tether Holdings released its consolidation reserve report from the 13th of the 30th of September 2021, which shows that a consolidated total assets amounts of at least 69.12 billion. The consolidated total liabilities amount to 69.01 billion, and of this, 68.99 billion was used to issue totals tokens. A total of 30. 0.6 billion or 44% is in commercial papers with over 90% of the papers having an A1 or A2 rating. The Treasury now holds 28% with only 10% in cash and bank deposits. Tether also has 5% in secure loans, another 5% in corporate bonds, funds and precious metals, and 6% in other investments, including token sales. Ritz-Holtz Wealth Management and Wisdom Tree Investment are jointly launching a crypto index fund, which is called the RWM Wisdom Tree Crypto Index, and will consist of 36% Bitcoin, 20% Ethereum, and 4% of 11 other crypto-related assets. Uh, crypto assets. Um, the index will give investors exposure to DeFi and the metaverse, including SushiSwap, Decentraland, other layer two protocols, and oracles. Next up, we have some ETF news. Um, Kelly has officially withdrawn its Ether Futures ETF late last Friday, and this morning the CME Group has announced the launch of Micro Ether Futures. Next up, we have some funding news. Um, FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried is looking to raise a total of 1.5 billion for FTX and FTX US, according to the information, who is citing two unnamed sources. Uh, they went on to state that if they were to raise 1.5 billion, that would value the company at 32 billion and FTX US at 8 billion. In a recent interview, Sam Bankman-Fried has been reported saying that FTX are planning a series of acquisitions and partnerships to get FTX into more countries with more users. Binance Smart Chain and Amorica brand are launching a 200 million pound fund for investment into game cryptocurrency focused gaming products that are built on the Binance Smart Chain. The BSC's investment comes from the 1 billion growth fund that was launched in October of this year. A group of venture capitalist investors are in talk to back Polygon with an investment between 50 million and 150 million. Uh, two companies are looking to make the investment through the purchase of MacTic tokens, according to TechCrunch, who's reported the news citing sources who are familiar with the matter. Next up, we have some mining news. 
Canon has filed a lawsuit against in China against Highsharp, who is AGM's ASCII chip designer, for an alleged patent infringement. They are, they are demanding that the defendant cease the production of their machines and pay damages equal to $14 million. Marathon Digital Holding has re released its production and mining operation report from November. The company now holds approximately 7,650 Bitcoins on Friday and 623 million in cash. The company's mining fleet consists of 31,000 active miners with a 3.2 exa hash rate per second. The company has purchased an additional 15,500 miners for Bitmine this month and has received a total of nearly 57,000 miners this year with nearly another 8,500 in transit. The company produced only 96 Bitcoins in November, which was down from 417 in October, but this was due to maintenance and upgrades to its power generation stations in Harlan, Ontario, um, which resulted in a cut of computer power. After these updates have been done, the site is now near fully capacity and has produced 33 Bitcoins on the first day. Um, next up, and finally, we have FTX has released a list of principles and proposals to help policymakers build the regulatory framework. In a blog post titled FTX Key Principles for Market Regulators, they have, sorry, they have highlighted 10 key principles, including a unification uh, regulation reg re regime for spot and derivative marketplaces, a clear framework for reporting transactional activity to avoid market manipulation to ensure customer protection. KYC was also mentioned, as well as FTF pointing out the need for regulating stablecoin issuance, saying a platform, offer it, a platform operator that permits the use of stablecoins for settlements of transactions should be required to explain the standards the platform operator uses when deciding which stablecoins to permit. And that's all the news I have for you. I'll pass you back over to Martin. Have a nice day, everyone. Thanks, Catherine, and we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for listeners for tuning in. Please check out Crosstower at our website, crosstower.com, for more market news and updates. Thanks for listening.